We're all curious about how technology is changing the way we live and work. But can choosing the right technology empower us to run better businesses too? With this in mind, HP has teamed up with Monocle24 to create Steps to Success, where we meet 10 inspiring entrepreneurs, each offering life lessons about running a budding business. In this episode, we meet Freddie Blackett and Ed Barrow, the CEO and COO, respectively, of London-based online garden centre Patch. Freddie and Ed explained to Monocle's Daphne Carnesis how choosing the right technology is helping Patch to grow and compete with much bigger rivals. Well, fundamentally, we help you discover the right plants for your space, be that a home or, or an office. You will, one of the major, I suppose, points of patch is that we help you find plants by space. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, one of the big variables of, of buying plants or you need to consider when buying plants is the amount of light that your space receives. So, for example, we curate a bedroom collection by a well-lit space or a dimly lit space and, and we hear and we find regularly that's, that that's a very helpful way of, of merchandising our products. From that point, it's quite fun. It's quite a fun experience, as I say, by the fact that we, we talk about our plants in very down-to-earth English rather than Latin and using silly nicknames like Big Ken or Fidel. And it's a very simple process to get to the, kind of the end of the funnel, if you were to think of it. I was a complete novice. I never bought a plant before in my life. And I went down to the local garden centre and it had closed. I uh, just couldn't really afford the rent. You know, if you think about the amount of space that's required for a garden centre to exist, not just to exist, but to really operate well, they really need at least half an acre. They need a good number of staff, quality, well-trained staff. And of course, that comes with a massive cost. So I think they were just pushing themselves out of the market. Then if you go to more generic garden centres, as I then did, you find a quite generic offer and not a huge amount of support if you've never bought plants before. In the end, having gone online and found that there was nothing really there either, I spent a lot of money on a load of plants which were totally unsuitable for the space that I was buying them for because I just hadn't thought about those really, really important variables. How much light does my space get? How much wind is there? How much experience do I have? How much time have I got to care for them? And I spent, as I say, a couple of hundred quid on plants which died. And, and you know, this big problem in the market, which is that people don't really know what they're looking for or, or don't know what plants fit with their space, that is a, uh, a massive problem that technology can solve very, very well because it can codify information and make that information not just universally accessible, but also relevant to you and slightly different to Ed or whoever it might be who's coming to the site. We did a feature in our magazine back in January on how sort of the humble houseplant has blossomed into quite a big business. How do you think this came about? Plants are, are becoming an increasing part of our urban environment and we, we really want to be around them more and more in the places that we work and live. Why do you think that we're seeing this now? Well, I think there's probably a wider trend and then there's a design trend. So, you know, we are, we're working off a, of a global trend, which is urbanisation that doesn't seem to be abating anytime soon, which is more and more people coming to the city, which means that there's a greater, greater need for housing. And the only really real way, really, that housing can come about at that speed is, is upwards. So if you go to places like Manhattan, increasingly London and major European metropolises, you'll find that there's a decreasing amount, really, of, of nature that's visible to you. And if you're lucky enough, you can just see the sky peeping through above the skyscrapers. So I think that, that, that there is that. There is a, a demand, just a need to get back to nature, uh, which I think is inherently human and universal. 
I think there's a design trend there, though, as well, which is we've, we've seen a kind of a move away from minimalism, I think, over the last couple of years. And I think that plants are filling those spaces which were otherwise left empty, deliberately so, and doing a great job of it, I think. What varieties would you say are contemporary and what are your most popular ones? So our most popular plants are, I think, in line with some trends that you see in plants. So the beautiful and also very practical Kentia palm, Hauria forsteriana, which... So at Patch, we, we give all of our plants nicknames because actually Latin isn't that easy a way of talking about plants. So the Kentia palm we know as, uh, as Big Ken, but is, is a very popular plant because it's quite narrow at a base. So it, it fits in, in a number of quite tight spaces, but arches upwards beautifully and has this, casts these lovely shadows in a, in a well-lit space. And actually quite affordably turn a space from, from nothing into something and alongside that have something that you have an attachment with that you are looking after and that you're you're seeing kind of to borrow your word earlier seeing blossom from and growth and excitement as a result uh welcome to the warehouse this is where all we take delivery of all of the plants and then uh, we load up the vans from tell me a bit about where you source the plants from how does that side of it work Currently we're dealing with UK-based wholesalers, some of whom have a presence at uh, New, New Covent Garden Flower Market. The sort of bulk of their operation is based in Belgium and Holland, which is the sort of main plant-growing centre for a lot of these plants. So I think they sort of originate in places like Costa Rica, but then uh, the, sort of the growing process is finished in Holland and, and Belgium, and then that's where the start of the supply chain is in Europe, and then it sort of reaches, us, reaches us from there. There are probably two or three plants that I'd recommend. If you're looking for that statement plant, that one I mentioned earlier, the Kentia palm, is a, is, a, is a great one. But the Sansevieria is another excellent plant. Not only does it give off oxygen, so it makes it... Well, I mean, lot, all plants give off oxygen as part of photosynthesis, but Sansevieria does it in a slightly different way, so it does it in the evening, so that if you keep it in the bedroom, it actually helps you sleep better. Uh, and it doesn't really require a huge amount of care or watering. Another one is Aspidistra, known as the cast iron plant because it's it is it's so strong it's practically unkillable so i try i try those the kentia balm sansevieria and aspidistra with offices as, as i mentioned we have a number of corporate clients google facebook have bought from us retailers like oliver brown we've done some work with london fashion week we've just done a great project with a really cool coffee shop in london called the attendant and what would the kind of number one tip that you would give to an entrepreneur trying to do something similar, not necessarily in the same sector, but just something that you've learned on your journey? If it was in this sector, I'd, I'd suggest that he or she prepares themselves for quite a rocky road. You know, it's we, we are somewhat unique in this space. And I think for a lot of people, they, they recognise the appeal of uh, the brand and the proposition to, to bring you back to what you've, you first spoke about. And I think, you know, instinctively it works. The great work that Ed does in the operations side to get us to this point has is, is been a real challenge. And I suggest that if, if, if you were to, to, get, to come into this market, then it, it, I'd prepare, prepare yourself for, for that. But if, you know, aside from it, I suppose the one tip I would give would to enjoy the small moments because uh, sometimes it's quite easy to overlook them and, and look for the big wins but actually the ones that the memories I have cherished so far uh, along this journey have been the really really small things which would probably bore you silly That was Freddie Blackett and Ed Barrow explaining how their garden centre business Patch has grown and blossomed thanks to the right tech 
Steps to Success was created by Monocle24 in collaboration with HP.